Hey. Can you hear me? How you doing, sir? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little bit actually sleepy, man. It's been a long day for my ass. <laughs> oh, man. I had a long couple days, bro. Oh, my goodness, man. It's like you are, let's see here. Where did you fall today? You were the fourth episode that I'm recording today. Oh, yeah, so, man. Heavy workload there. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because with me podcasting, I think I've done more work than when I was in porn. Oh, yeah. And it is actually more tiring because because you got to sit here and, and talk and talk and talk. I would be fucking. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, my God, man. So, so what's been up with you, man? Um, I saw that. I think you have worked with Brazen, have you? Am I correct? Who? Uh, I mean, the, the company Brazzers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how many times have you worked with them? Brazzers? Um, I believe only twice so far. Mm-hmm. Twice so far. No, it's funny because every time I say Brazen, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a certain pronunciation. Brazzers. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I I thought it was Brazzers, but I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> anyway, but how does it feel to work with probably one of the biggest companies in our business? Because a lot of guys don't get that opportunity. Oh, man. I mean, it's definitely a definitely big confidence booster. It feels great working for like the big companies that I used to like watch and stuff. You know, before I got into the industry, it uh feel it makes me feel like I made it for sure. You know, I'm still climbing the mountain, but it's definitely a it's definitely a, a dope feeling. So, so when you first your first shoot with Brazen, who 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 was who was the lady you worked with? First one with them was uh, Victoria LeBeauf. Oh, my goodness. So how was it like, you know, when you walked on set, you know, meeting her um, and, and how the shoot went and stuff? You know, paint the picture for us. Oh, well, uh, it was a uh, it was with directors that I worked with before, because some of the same directors that shoot for Brazzers, shoot for Reality Kings and uh, some other companies. So it was a. Uh, it was with the director that I had worked with before, so that was uh, that's always good because it's always nice working with people that you know already. Um, she was a very beautiful woman. She was a MILF. I believe she's Russian, and uh, she was uh, super cool. So the scene was just uh, I was fucking one of my friend's moms. <laughs> yeah. So that was the scene. So... Yeah, so so, so, so so you actually could say, yeah, dude, I fucked your mom. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't done that in like my real life to some one of my friends or anything, but yeah, and uh, that's definitely a role that they like to put me as a lot. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because um, I'm pretty sure that because like the the stepmom, with stepmom, with now is stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> and son or the cougar where's the next door neighbor or you know my best friend's mama that's always like uh, always a, a home run in many ways when you shoot that yeah Especially for sure done right you know, yeah people people day. love that stuff and i do i do love shooting with mills so i can't complain but a lot of the people that they book as moms are only like a few years older than me because that's how it works <laughs> once yeah. a, when, women once you're 25 in this industry you're basically you're like a milf <laughs> like, yeah, like, pretty, pretty much it, 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 <laughs> we don't even give a damn if you, had, you you don't even have a kid yet you a milf you're a <laughs> we like to fuck yeah, exactly i don't even say cougar no damn more duty uh i mean I, I definitely I definitely hear that still. That's a, but I feel like when I hear the word cougar, it's not like like milf means like if I, I'm like oh that's a milf that's like oh that's like a, an older woman that I would that I want to fuck. But I feel like a cougar is like oh older yes. woman that goes after younger men. Man, yeah, so it's kind of crazy. So look, let me do these particulars and we can get this interview on the road. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I'm your host, Kevin Alva, Subway Champ, aka the Point Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links 
one place with one link, allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, lsswirl.com. Next up is the hottest new magazine on the market today, Rossism Magazine. Go to rossismmagazine.com. Get a monthly subscription. Get it paperback, mail to you, or get it digital. Either way, get it. And check out some of the sexiest ladies from around the world doing some freaky shit within their pages. And last but not least, and black-owned, I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. For you consumers, a new place for you to consume your porn content with some of the hottest content creators in the game on there today. And for you content creators, I didn't forget about y'all. 90% profit, and they even offer health care. So go ahead and get a profile to ExciteBunny.com. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. And plus, while you're there, experience some great shopping from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So shop black at GWDistrict.com. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDark.com and on the BGP app. Now I'm going to shut up and let this man who, for what I've heard, is one of the nastiest in the game introduce himself. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Nade Nasty. No doubt, no doubt. And I'm like, cause it was just funny because I said Brace, then he just named off Reality King. I said, well, damn, wait a second. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't hit the big boys pretty much. Uh- Oh yeah, man! I worked for a lot of a uh, a lot of big companies. No sure. doubt, no, no doubt. So I mean, it's kind of like because I was having a conversation with another male talent doing, you know, they shot many big companies, and we talk about reputation and how important it is when it comes to especially men in this business. So before we even go into how you guys started, speak to having a good reputation in this business and how it has benefited you with you getting as many shoots as you have done. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, like you said, a rep, having a good reputation in this industry, especially for the dudes, is like very important. Um, and that's not just uh, and that and that goes for like uh your performance reputation, your behavior reputation, all of that. So, like uh, you know, you gotta be able to perform, and it's not as easy as people think. That's for sure. Especially like with all the all the positions and stuff we do, you know, it's all about angles and stuff, you know, and it's a, uh, it's just not as easy as people think. So you have to perform well. So that's, that's obviously important. So you gotta have a good reputation on the court per se. Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right that's right yeah sometimes if it ever drops i just send you a link you just punch back in with that link (laughs) All right, man. Sorry, I don't know. I don't now, know how long I was talking. I don't know what's the last yeah, thing. Uh, we was at, uh, like you were saying about the reputation, that it it precedes oh. you to have a good reputation. Yes, yeah. you got to make sure. You know, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of dudes in this industry start to become entitled once they, uh, you know, to the girls and stuff. And you got to make sure you remain humble. That's a very important thing for sure. Yeah, because it's like I, I was saying to him, it's not just the girls who watch, it's also the producers and directors because they oh. also pay attention because with us as dudes they already don't want to let a lot of dudes in the game as it is when it comes to that level. 
for sure. So when they they look at how we interact with the models, how we do all that, you know, period. I mean, I give you props because I never would have shot on that level because that's too much pressure would you deal with because you're dealing with a whole set. So <laughs> boom mics and, and, and makeup artists and directed with the cameraman, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you on a higher professional level than probably some some male times that I talk to. Period. I mean, I definitely, I definitely like to think so. You know, I take my work very seriously on set with uh with the directors, making sure I absorb all the information and the stuff that they're saying when it comes to this type of scene they're trying to shoot, and also with my own work that I make, I also uh, like my own content. I definitely. Make sure I'm very particular with uh my production quality and stuff. So now let's go back. What got Nate into the business? What got Nate into the business? Uh man, I mean like <clears throat> I didn't get like a a ton of like girls like I got I got some chicks, but I didn't get like the amount of girls I do now, obviously before I did porn, <laughs> but the ones I the ones I did you know they told me i have like a big dick i should do porn i was like really and then i made a i made an ad on a website and i got some calls i shot for some amateur companies and then i ended up you know moving up the ranks (laughs) oh snap so it was so basically you just put fillers out there and um like when the first amateur company they hit you up um like like your first shoot that you did the very first yeah. shoot that you actually got on camera. Let's let's unpack that real quick. Um, when you got on set, tell us how it was like, how you was feeling, your thought process, what even mental preparation did you went through prior to walking onto that set? I did not know how to mentally prepare for sure because I didn't know what a porn set w- would be like. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not what it's not all roses and daisies like people think you know so i uh but i was super super nervous that's for sure because uh yeah it's you know i've never had sex in front of like other people before or anything like that um but yeah the the director wasn't like a big crew or anything it was an amateur company like kind of known but not like not like a huge company so the, it was a it was a pretty laid back setting so that helped and i'm happy that it took me a while to get where i am for the bigger companies and stuff but i'm happy that i started with amateur companies because that allowed me to really perfect my craft and my routine and all that stuff before i started working for the big companies so by the time i did i was already basically a professional yeah, because it's um, kind of even remember my first shoot. You know, I, I did pretty good for it, and mm-hmm. it's 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 kind of like that. What I tell dudes, you got to build your cachet. It's not just cachet with who you shoot with, but the rep, the the, the reps of doing shoots and being comfortable in front of the camera and knowing how to prep mentally for a shoot, because a lot of times. What you don't ever hear anyone talk about is the mental prep that we have to do for a shoot, not just the physical. Because, yeah, we got to wash our ass, all that good shit, groom, okay, whatever. But uh-huh. there's mental prep to it because when we're fucking on that camera, we're, we're fucking to an audience. We're not fucking to her. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, that, for sure. You're not You're not doing it for for her or yourself at all. You know, you're... you're, you're everything is just worked around what looks good, not what feels good or anything. So you just have to, you have to really make sure you're in the right mindset because it's already hard enough as it is. So if you go in there and you're like stressed out about other stuff that could cause issues, you know, so you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're, you're good to go. And, uh, I mean, I even, I have to like hype myself up, you know what I mean? Like I, I sit there, I get there, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I gotta go to work. And then I get there and I'm, and I'm like getting ready and all that stuff, paperwork. I'm, I'm not thinking about it, you know, so my dick's not like excited or anything. I have to literally <laughs> force myself to be like, yo, you're about to do this fucking, you know, you're about to, you know, I have to literally like, hype myself into it. So 
Yeah, it's definitely a lot of mental preparation. So and physical too. You can't like have a crazy night out or something, you know. So Oh yeah, because even to the point like even when I shot, I didn't fuck for that week. <laughs> because I it, it because like I said, it's with us as men, we have to keep it up. We have to pop on cue. Our job is way harder. For sure. I mean, they're definitely hard in their own ways, uh, but pe- people definitely don't realize how hard the guys have it in the industry. Man, that's for sure. fuck how the women have it. They, they, the only thing they got to <laughs> worry about is once a goddamn month, and they got an instead for that shit called a soft cup. Get the hell out of here. We got to <laughs> fucking stay hard with a cameraman pressed against our ass trying to get the over-the-top shot from your eyesight angle. Dude, I know. I Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you might have an argument with your girl. Shit, she got argue with her man. Shit, that just made her want to fuck harder. We have argue with our girl. Got that we think about man when we get home. And, <laughs> Ooh, tell me about it, man. I've been there, uh, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it, no, we have it way harder. It, it, <laughs> I, I, it, it, I tell any dude, don't don't give the girl shit. No, we have it way harder, dog. Way way harder. Yeah, they what they have to deal with um a little bit more than us. So I feel like it's just the negative social stigmas, you yeah. know. But yeah. uh, the performance is de- definitely a definitely a, a job a lot of the time. Yeah, because see, we also at the same token, we control a lot of the action as well, and we have to mm-hmm. think of angles because. I mean, girls are thinking about what they is, but we have to carry the scene in a different way. You feel what I'm saying? But we have to think about the angles of how we going to they can see the dick going in the pussy. Um, the director might want you to mount her in some type of way. And don't think, because women talk about how comfortable they shit. Don't get it twisted. We have to do some uncomfortable shit, too. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I tell people all the time, like my friends outside of porn, I'm like, the only during the pro scenes, like, unless if it's just like a rare director or company that kind of lets you have more fun with it, like, the only parts that are really enjoyable are riding, <laughs> blowjob, and that's about, and then nutting at the end, like the literal, <laughs> the, the, the seconds, yeah. the seconds of nutting, you know, <laughs> on the pretty girl's face or something. That's right. I'm gonna tell you the hardest one. I don't care nobody say the missionary, but you gotta angle yourself and hold her leg up, keep her uh, leg party. So <laughs> and you no, gotta I'm, angle yourself so they can see the dick on in the pussy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'll tell you what, like my dick, like does not bend it downward. Like it doesn't. <laughs> so like if, if if it's on like a low couch, if it's on like a low couch or something, and I gotta like. Yeah. Angled downward, like oh my god, it's so uncomfortable. Or like even a uh, reverse riding when the girl's like leaning forward too far, like no. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, if, it, but, but if the direct wants it, then you need to do it. You know, even if you wouldn't do it in your personal life. So. Yeah, so that was a lot of people don't even realize. So it's like so. You you say you moved from amateur to the the studios, the studio yeah. companies. So now, one, how did that actually happen? Because a lot of people don't necessarily hear. We hear how women advance in the business. We don't necessarily hear how men advance. So was this really word of mouth that got you there? Um, Was it your due diligence of you putting yourself out there as far as like sending fillers to other companies? What was it? What, What was it? I would say mostly due diligence and networking. Like I said, I made those ads. I got some calls for some amateur companies. I did those. I made my Twitter. I had like no followers on there for a while, but I would, you know, I followed all the porn people and companies and, you know, tried to stay active on the social medias. After I did some amateur shoots for some amateur companies, I got some followers. And then I got a shot for another company that, when I went to Miami for the first time, that ended up being owned by the agency that I am now signed to. So after I shot for them, they're like, do you want to sign to Hussy Models? And I'm like, yeah, I would love to. And it's been smooth sailing ever since from there. But it took a couple of years of me just like posting on Twitter all the time and shooting for amateur companies once in a while before I was doing this full time. 
Now I'm gonna ask you this, um, because it's interesting that you mentioned that you are based, you're agency talent. Yes, I um, do have an agent that books my uh, pro bookings. So, I, can, I, can, I can get bookings myself as well. But okay, they, okay, they okay, okay. As you say, so now, like I said, we keep it real on a on my podcast. Oh, sure. Working for agency, does that not give you an even better look when it comes to the companies versus if you was an independent and you was booking yourself? Because even when you book yourself, they know you're attached to Hussey. Yeah, one, oh, 100 percent. Because I mean, most agencies don't sign dudes that can't perform. So if an agent, like the major agencies at least, so if an agent like my agent recommends me to a company or a director that I haven't worked for before. They'll uh, take his word for it more than they would if I was just a random independent model that was reaching out to them, trying to get a, a break on their site. You know what I mean? So, so, what made, so what made you decide to go with an agent versus staying independent? Because I just, I, I, I was already aware of the agency and the, they have a bunch of successful models. They're one of the best, agencies for uh male porn stars for sure um so when i got the offer i was like i mean it was a pretty good offer i wasn't getting that many bookings by myself especially not for major companies so it it seemed like a reasonable offer to me their percentage isn't too high that they get for the bookings and uh they get me way more than i had before them now and if plus, I, and plus it, just the look of being attached to them yeah, exactly. Like now, if I went, if I decided to go independent one day, which a lot of models eventually do after being with an agency, like it would still be accredited to the fact that I was signed to Hussey and they kind of got my foot in the door with these directors, you know, in the first place. But uh, I have no plans on leaving Hussey models or anything. <laughs> now, when did, now you, okay, let me see. Did you come in the game? filming your own content or did you eventually just start filming your own content once you started doing the gigs? I started, I, I started, um, yeah, most people started filming their own content first, but yeah, mine was the opposite. I made the, the ads on the site and stuff and then I got the call for the amateur gigs and then I made my Twitter and then I started making my own like content, like solo content and stuff and then once I got a little bit more fans and some of my amateur teams came out then i started getting uh answers from more girls to work with and stuff now i'm gonna ask you this the way that you did it do you think that's a better way than the opposite because the reason why i say that is you when you start doing content i think it made it an easier way for you to get girls because we seen you with the big dogs we seen you we seen you with the professional companies, whether it was amateur or a pro by this time. So it's kind of, and you didn't work with some of these girls. So mm-hmm. it's, so it was kind of easier for you to get the top girls to work with, or what I call the bank girls to work with, you know, period, for your content versus a guy who did the, came in came in the game a different way. You know what I'm saying? They started doing content first, and then somehow they started getting into the bigger, into different levels. Yeah, I feel like it definitely has helped me a lot. I mean, my main goal, and I feel like a lot most people's or a lot of people's main goal is to make enough money off your own content that you don't have to worry about bookings. You just take them when you want to. But mm-hmm. the bookings definitely have played a major role in like my networking with with girls i mean when i when i shoot with girls for a pro scene if it goes well which it does pretty much every time then i uh you know i ask them if they'd be interested in shooting content if if they do boy girl content as well and Hello? Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. 
why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry, five, STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke. Hello. This just means this episode will have a lot of commercials. That's all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so back to commercial break. <laughs> so since we back to commercial break, I guess. Um, let's talk about Nate on set, right? Now, just when you content shoots and the page shoots are different when it comes to how you meet the models. Because I, I, I know when it comes to content shoots, you get the opportunity to kind of fill her out, talk to her, and all that good stuff before y'all shoot. While when you go on set, a lot of times, which I'm pretty sure you experienced this, you never met her. Yeah, so, half the time I don't even know who I'm working with till I get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So tell me the approach that you take when you meeting the model for the first time. Some of the things that you do to break the ice, you know, make her feel comfortable working with you, you know, Um, you know, though I you know, I introduce myself, I ask them um their do's and don'ts, like stuff that they you know, that they would not want to be done and asking them what they like and what they don't like. It, if there's certain things that they would prefer me do in the scene. Um, I, uh, you know, I always try to be accommodating, especially if it's like content that like I'm hosting, you know, I always make sure that there's like water and like wipes and all that stuff is always, you know, within arm's reach, you know, when we're shooting. So, you know, stuff like that, you got to make sure the girls the girls are taken care of, you know, for sure. And uh yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's kinda like one we have to be we have to woo them to a certain extent. Uh-huh. Um because one, you want to get the best out of her. So yeah. we have to be somewhat engaging a little bit flirtatious. And we also you can't be thirsty. You know, mm-hmm. I know you've been on set. We ain't got to say names. We can keep it real. You just seen some male times be awfully fucking thirsty on fucking set. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and, and women too. Let's keep it real. And so it's kind of like, you know, um, got to keep it professional. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because because it's like when I tell people that. You can't be thirsty on set, and the girl can't be too slutty on set that hurts them. They think I'd be joking about that shit. Mm-hmm. Because they don't realize how much those producers pay attention to that and look down upon that. Can you speak to that? Um, What, the talents being thirsty on set? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, it's definitely looked down upon because we're all there we're all there to work you know i mean even if just because you're attracted to the girl and she's there to you know to have sex with you doesn't doesn't even necessarily mean mean that she wants to or she's in the mood you know everyone's there to work so it's not uh it's definitely frowned frowned down upon a little bit if someone comes comes to set like acting all like they're at the club or something yeah, because it's like, to me, I, it's because, I mean, like I said, I've been in the business 15 years before I retired. Mm-hmm. And I remember how the producers talked about the girls that was like that on set. And how 
girls lost money because they were like that on set. And yeah. dudes definitely, I don't heard dudes got fired, got asked to leave the set before. And I'm like, dude, oh. you already, you already <laughs> going to fuck her. I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I can see what you're saying with the girls. The girls could be could lose money because of it. Because if you if you uh, give up, you know, whatever, too easy on set because you're you're just trying to you're excited and you're just trying to like please everybody then you're not they're not gonna you know they want the they won't have to book you for those things or pay, or pay you as much you know because yeah. so and then, and then too also they look at now because TTS has became such the promising thing that it is it where your ass may not come back clean because oh, they yeah. feel you on set they think you might be that loose person Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah. No, I don't even, I don't even, uh, I haven't had sex with someone outside the industry in almost, <laughs> almost two years, I feel like, because I do it enough, I, I do it enough for work, you know, I don't need to yeah. go out there, I don't but even I mean, know, I, I don't but, even but know. to be honest with you, it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like a basketball player for the NBA going to do a pickup game, is that really wise? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you get me, you feel me? It it because your money is made off of you one doing these scenes and also being clean. Mm-hmm, so exactly. we that's why I tell people y'all don't realize how much we have to give up sexually to do this fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure, man. <laughs> you ain't the bar with this sex ass chick. She wanna take you to the bathroom. You sitting there like, <laughs> damn it, yeah. I got it. I gotta shoot this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just paid three hundred for the ETS, damn it. Yeah, and if you do make a, if you do make the mistake of of doing it, and uh, first off, you you might fe- you probably feel weird about yourself. Like, oh God, I need to get tested again because you're so used to having sex with tested people, and then God forbid yeah. something does happen. I mean, yeah, everyone's gonna know. <laughs> you know that. Yes, they will. Because I I told people, I said, it was funny how during the Azak in New Jersey, New Jersey shut down and the shit happened in California. Yeah. I was like, they let you know how serious it was. That motherfuckers. And look, and even if it was someone that was bold enough to film during the stoppage, they probably got snitched on. (laughs) That's the sad part. They probably got snitched on. Yeah. For sure. So uh, yeah, so that that's why I tell people they don't realize what we <laughs> have to give up to do this business. Period. Oh yeah, man. That's that that's a that's a fact between mental, physical, um, relationships. You know, lots of lots of uh, there's definitely lots of there's there's lots of negatives to it too. I don't get me wrong. I like it more than any other job I've had. Oh hell yeah. But it's a. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot of work. And then when it comes to like co- content and stuff, like you get to have a little bit more fun with your content because you're the one directing it, but you still got to make sure it's a fire video with good angles that's going to sell and stuff. And then you, uh, the post production, I mean, if you edit and upload and do and promote all your own content like that, I mean, that takes way longer than the actual recording of the video. Yes, it does. See, see. See that—that's the business side of it. See, that's the business side of it. You know, the hard part. Oh yeah. It's packaging it to where it can say, you know, from trailers to the editing to even coming up with the name of the fucking damn video on the damn beat. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And the, exactly. And the, I was like, yeah, and the thumbnails and stuff in my trailers, man. Like, I just started getting really into. Making making sure I make really good trailers lately because it helps with sales a lot, and they take me like two hours to make because I like clip down, I'll clip it down to like a minute and a half of like clips, but then certain websites only allow thirty second trailers, so then I have to clip that minute and a half into thirty seconds, and I'm just sitting there for so long, like taking point two seconds off something, point one seconds off of something, you know? Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know it's. She, I used to make, but now I just got lazy and make clips. I don't make like trailer trailers like I used to. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I remember you had to make trailers, editing it, especially if it had a skit that was in the scene. So you want to 
put like the skit within there to lead up to all the action and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember those days. Man, God. People don't even realize just, just the down just the downloading the shit onto the damn um platform. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it takes forever, man. Or even oh after you, after the second you finish shooting, you know, you gotta do the model mm-hmm. releases and stuff and then you gotta air airdrop it. And if the airdrop doesn't work because one of your phones isn't working right or something, or the connection's weird, then you gotta drop box it. It takes even longer. So, yeah, man. So now, people know what it is. I got to give them what they want. This is the part of the show where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. <laughs> so, as a male talent, and um. And you run your own company and everything. Speak to the ups and downs of the money, this business, and the ups and downs of the business period. Because you're unique. You're not, I, no, well, fuck it, yeah. You're unique as in you're a guy who not only puts out your own content, you also shoot with the major companies. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? You know, period. So with your experience, is a little bit, unique because like I said like with like Alfonso Lays and, and me and the other guys I talked to you guys actually get to work with the top of the top talent at the same token have content and feed off of that for your own content so go ahead yeah well like I said working with the big companies um, it's really good for networking because I, I meet a bunch of girls that I end up shooting for my content and my platforms on set at those comp- with uh, those productions and then also I uh I get a lot of fan <clears throat> I get a lot of fans from them as well. Like people when well first off the companies don't always tag the guys, but when they do decide to tag us, I'll get like I'll get subscribers and followers from that as well. So it, it's good for uh networking and uh promoting yourself working with the big companies and then uh people are driven toward your platforms. So that definitely that definitely helps. And I mean pros and cons, I mean pros uh, i get to travel a lot i get to meet a bunch of awesome people um i mean sex is great even though it's not as it's not all just like easy fun sex like people think um and uh i uh pros 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 yeah i mean that's like the main stuff and being able to create my own schedule you know i don't have to take any shoots if i don't want to i usually do because i I want the the money and the exposure, but I uh, get to create your own schedule. You get to travel. Um, cons traveling is also a con because it gets very tiring, and you don't get to see uh, you don't get to see your family or friends as much as you'd like to. Sometimes, um, it uh, it's I I make more than I did at any other job for sure, but I also have way more expenses between lot like Airbnbs, lodging, uh, the plane tickets, STD tests all the time, and COVID tests. So, those would be uh. Because to me, I think what helps is one, you shoot with the top companies, and you stay booked. So that means you got. It's it's like I tell anybody: if you got different ways that you make money within the industry, you're good. Because you have your content that you're making money off of. Yeah. You know, period. I mean, I I don't know if you webcam because I don't think men we do very well at webcaming. I, I do think. sometimes, and you're exactly right. That's the reason I don't usually, because I don't usually make a ton of money on there when I do it. But, <laughs> but once in a while, I once in a while I do when I'm super bored, just to make a yeah. couple extra bucks. But well, well, you know I, why? You know why we don't make money on the damn webcam, right? Why? Because our gay fan base want to see us fucking something. They don't want to see us choke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then, uh. But I do pretty good. I do a lot exactly to your point. I do a lot better camming if I'm camming with a with a female yeah. as well, to a female model as well to be on the show. Yeah, I mean I mean don't get it twisted, but it's still good to put your hand in it because it allow your fans to see you live in the effect. Because I tell people, even if it doesn't make money, it can lead to money. Yeah, you know, people, like they might you know, people that see you on the cam show might go and end up buying your videos or something. Yeah, you know, period. Because everything is a rollout. You know, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. 
It's just like when people was panicking about OnlyFans and girls saying, I'm about to go off OnlyFans right now. If if they gonna kick y'all off as far as having dirty shit, but then you just put clean shit up there to point them to the dirty shit. Yeah, exactly. Because, but guess what they can't do? They can't take down the fly. You ain't even got you can't put a link, but you can put the link in the fly. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying, I'm just giving away jewels there. You yeah, feel me? That's sure. what mm-hmm. is for. You feel me? Uh-huh. So so um with the money, did, even, a lot of people don't think, okay, a lot of people hear when girls like, because you've seen it, where the girls talk about the percentages, girls was posting how much they were making. Yeah. Um, you know, period. As, as dudes, which we never will fucking do, post how much we're making. Yeah, right. We're fucking stupid, because we don't want you fuckers to know what we make. <laughs> 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 you know, period. You know, um, I hate it when Jimmy Smack was announced that he made money because he made him think that everybody can make a million. What? What, so, what was that? No, I hate it when they posted that Jimmy Smack made a million dollars off of OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. Like or, or, when any, or when any celebrities be doing that. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's annoying. So, speak to it's about the consistency versus that one moment. You feel where I'm coming from? Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you have the ups and downs where one month is banging, next month, whoa. <laughs> and then what do you do to pick it up when it's, whoa? You feel me? Yeah, well, that's why I try to make sure I stay booked with the pro companies too. So I always have that quick cash coming in, like the the subscriptions or my from my platforms but i use multiple platforms man so if for some reason my only fans doesn't do as good one month then i mean either my many vids or my sheer or or something else that i use will help pick it up usually but i try to i release co- content consistently i try to release at least one scene on all on all the platforms um once a week so yeah, because I mean, if you want to keep it real, you actually doing the pay gigs and being booked and shooting as much as you do, uh, it actually keeps you out there and in the public eye. You yeah. feel me? But, mm-hmm. You know, because it's 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 no different than with the girls. Because if the girls is constantly doing a Brazzers or a Reality King, and you see a new scene for her maybe once a month, once a month, or once every two months, it reminds the fans, and here go to Google. Yeah, exactly. And then they might go to their OnlyFans because they, if they're a big enough fan, they'll want to know what they're doing more than just every couple months, you know? So, since your last name is Nasty, what scene that pops in your head and the girl that you worked with that you could say was that nasty scene that you always just, you will never forget I have a few, but all my nastiest scenes are uh, are my content because you know I make some of the nastiest content out there. <laughs> That's why it's my last name. So if we're going nastiest scenes, like I've shot with some for some pro bookings. I've shot with some models I've been fan of for a long time. That I won't forget like working with them because I was just like very happy to work with them. But for my scenes, like the nastiest scenes are super crazy. My uh, my scene with Bio Vixen is insane my scene with Zarella skies that just came out is pretty insane my threesome with val rika steels and anna chambers is pretty awesome um and my threesome with yum yum the boss and brianna moore is pretty pretty sick and yeah. i've oh, i have flashbacks of all those scenes all the time so <laughs> <laughs> you know i say it always be that scene you see you like yeah, I mean, there's not many of my own teams that I that I watch. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't get the I don't get to jerk off often anyway anymore because I'm always yeah I save my nuts for the scenes. But when I do, but but those are like the ones that I would jerk off to if, if when I get the chance if I was jerking off to my own scenes. So how do you balance? Well, there's two questions on this. How do you balance a your pay shoots? And your content shoots to where you're not wearing yourself out. Well, I mean, I try, I try to schedule as many as possible. Like I try to shoot like 
every day if I could, but it doesn't happen like that. Like, so, you know, so like if I, if I try to get a shoot like every day of the month, let's say I'll get like 20 and then five of them will fall through or something, you know? So like I'll shoot like half the days, which is fine. As long as they don't, I could, and I could shoot twice in a day too, but if I shot twice in a day, then I probably wouldn't want to shoot the next day. But, but I, uh, you know, I just have like a routine. I make sure I don't shoot um, too close to another scene, but I also make sure that I I not not too far from my scene either because I don't want to be like too sensitive, you know. So I like I like make sure I nut within a certain time frame, so I'm not too sensitive. But I don't nut I don't nut within too close to the scene because I want to have a nice pop shot, you know. Yeah, yeah, because um. It's like when I hear dudes, like, you have dudes that go to the conventions and they just shoot themselves into a rut. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell dudes, look, you, you got to know your body and know how you're shooting. Uh-huh. Because we can we can run out of steam way quicker than a woman can. Oh, for sure. You know, period. I, uh, trust me, these chicks do gangbangs. Yeah. Yeah, our, our gang bang is probably three to four girls at best. I'm just being honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I don't give a fuck if you talk about some I can do seven, dude, by the time you got to the third one, your ass is huffing and puffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you be like, I need some, can I get a here's a drink real quick? I think the most I've had is three a few times. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did a three girl one. Um, and that shit was fun as fuck. I think the most yeah. I've done for my content is, I mean, I've had three girls, but there's other guys there too, like 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 uh, orgies and shit. But the most I've had by myself for my content is I've had a bunch of threesomes, but that's about it, I think. But for some pro scenes, I've shot a couple BFF scenes for Team Ski, and that's uh, those just three girls in those. So those are pretty fun. Now I'm gonna ask you this, and this is a real question. Yeah. If shoot with a certain person, would it hurt you? Well, would it hurt you? Would, would, would it hurt your brand? Would it hurt your steam? Hurt you with Hershey models or what have you? Because sometimes you get the story that females well, can't shoot past a certain level because if it do, they'd be frowned upon over male talent or what have you. Just, just a hearsay. Go ahead. There's definitely there's companies I wouldn't shoot for because I've uh, heard bad things about them and there's companies that my agency wouldn't book that they don't book their models for um there's definitely models that i wouldn't work with because i've heard allegations or stuff against them so i wouldn't want to be associated with them um so yeah for sure there's definitely uh people and companies i wouldn't work with see i got to ask the hard questions you know because so people can get a perspective of how serious this fucking business is yeah yeah, because you, you, you can definitely get Will Smith in this bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, had to slap a soul, goddamn You can get your ass blackballed quick. You know, uh-huh. and which that's still a thing. People don't think it ain't. So, oh, man. So, um, so what's the biggest misconception that fans get about you? About me? About you. Um, let me think about that one. Um, common misconception people get about me. Um, well, I don't know. My porn is really, really rough. So when people like meet me, I guess they they probably think I'm like some like super dominant, like a, like aggressive guy. But I'm really like not at all. I'm like a pretty laid back, like relaxed, like dude. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I guess there's that. That that's that's something. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that would probably be the biggest misconception, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like so, even, uh, the, even the girls, because I do a lot of rough porn, because that's what sells for me. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy mm-hmm. it. Like I'm a switch. Like I like girls tying me up and stuff too. <laughs> but I, uh, I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I ain't getting one of them. I wish I had gotten one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. But I always end up doing the stuff where I'm super rough with the girls because that sells a lot for me. So when I meet the girls, even they're like, so like you like to do like super rough stuff. I'm like, I mean, I like to, but that's not like the only thing I like. It just happens to be what I do a lot. 
you know. Now, wait. Of course, you mentioned brand. Now, yeah. like I said, I got to ask the, the hard question because I always ask all these guys who is at the top of the level. Period. Now, there might be, let's say, females who want to work with you. That may not be on the level that you're on, right? Uh huh. Um. Do you think they get a misconception that you may not give them the time of day because you're on the level that you're on? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I uh, if I'm attracted to a girl and I feel like I can make a good scene with her and she gets and she gets talent tested and stuff, like I would, I I work I work with new girls a lot because it's honestly uh, it, it, my fans care more about the quality of the scene and maybe even even like the types of girls I shoot with more than the more than the uh the, how how popular the girl is well like for example um I mean I, I have a look that you probably might have like you had some guys that would not shoot with a BBW um because their base doesn't do BBW per se so mm. are you a guy that has a certain type woman which is for his brand or it really don't fucking matter no it really doesn't matter i feel like it just ma- it matters more what i'm um, what i am doing with the woman in the video than the type of woman mm-hmm. but what does matter is that i mix up the variety of the type of women because i have different mm-hmm. fans that like that like to see me with different types of women some of them like to see me with big beautiful thick black women some of them like to see me with skinny petite 18 year old white chicks you know what i mean so, I, front, I actually got some manifestations for your ass but anyway go ahead <laughs> there's gotta be vicariously through you people because i don't <laughs> do it anymore oh well, yeah so lyric sky yeah <laughs> word yeah for sure it. you know I, i'm just saying it, it because like i said from looking at your shit right uh-huh what I like about you is that you a male time that you 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 intense. You get it in. I can tell that you get rough with it. Yeah, you feel sure. me? Um, because it was just even from the look of the, the visuals that you had on your page, you uh-huh. know. Period. Um, it's like so. Is it if your style more on the BDSM side, or is it just the the aggressive male side? I think it's just more on the aggressive side. I mean, I do I do BDSM stuff too, especially if it's if the girl that I'm working with is into BDSM because it's a good. They definitely sell. But I try I try to mix it up a little bit. I have a few like brand things that I always do. I always do. There's always usually rimming, face fucking, and then I always try to put my foot on the girl's head while I'm fucking her in doggy. <laughs> yeah, I do. I did that. I do that too. I done that too. Because I that feel shit, like, I'm sorry. Tell me that's not a hot visual. It's a very hot visual. People people love it. So I feel like that's been like my brand I've been doing lately. And then if there's any BDSM or anything, that's just uh that's just extra. And I like to mix it up. I usually try to get a cameraman and get some like very high production stuff for my content. But some people like amateur, and some girls yeah. like and some girls prefer to shoot amateur. So like I I, I mix up my style, but I feel like my yeah. I'm gonna ask you this: Which girl really liked you putting they, your foot on the head like that? Vile Vixen probably enjoyed it the most because she just lo- <laughs> she just she just loves you know being tossed around and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, almost every girl I've done it to, even if it's like a girl that hasn't had it done to them before, I'm like, hey, you mind if I do this for like even like 30 seconds in the video so I could like use it for the trailer and all that stuff and like they uh. And when I do it, they're always like, "That was super hot," you know. They love it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's and I and I don't like I don't like smush these girls' heads, you know. Like people, it probably yeah. looks like I'm like stepping on the girls' heads hard, but like I'm uh-huh. really like I'm really like my foot's just like placed there, you know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like like the way I used to do mine was I place it where it's like it it's really on the right there on the right right there on the back of their neck a little bit uh-huh. to where it's. To where I'm not pushing down in there or choking them or I'm pushing the head down. It's just it's just propped there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still holding myself up for the doggy style. You for know, sure. period. So, but the visual of it, and I had to steal it from another male talent who actually did that to my wife in the scene. So oh, really? <laughs> he did it. And I took the picture, I said, you know something, I'm gonna try that in my next scene. 
Or... I gotta try that on the next scene because he was lucky because he did it because he's tall and they were on the audible. So yeah. that right was off, you know what I'm saying? Versus they were on the big. The bigger the bigger the girl's booty is, the harder it is to do it because you gotta wrap your leg around her, bo- <laughs> her booty. Oh man, I didn't mean that too, goddamn. You like you like you got your leg crossed around the ass. <laughs> 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 and use the leg to pull the boots like eh, eh. <laughs> exactly. See, see, it do I love talking to Bill Times because it feels good to talk to somebody that understands what I would have to damn do out of this bitch. So I don't feel so bad, like damn. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely, brother. So yo man, I definitely gonna have to bring your butt back. Oh, for so, sure, man. Anytime, anytime I'm always down to chat and banter. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. So, I can call you a smoke buddy, right? Oh, for sure, man. I'm always smoking. I'm stoned right no, now. No, no, <laughs> doubt, no doubt, Oh, no, wait a second. There's some more stuff I wanted to ask you. Oh, man, hold on. Yeah. All right. Would you do a content house? Yeah, for sure. I've done them before. Okay, okay, okay. Because I didn't know if that was frowned upon on the big level. No, I mean, as long as everyone's tested through talent testing or CET, um, then, uh, yeah, no, it's not, it's not frowned upon as long as everybody there is, you know, doing things professionally. And, you know, I mean, you know, you can have fun doing things professionally too. That doesn't mean like, you know, that doesn't mean like how it is in pro production, but, you know, as long as everyone's tested and everyone's following each other's, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? You know, their do's and don'ts, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, boundaries, because, boundaries. That's the word I was looking for. Boundaries. Yeah. So and um and how many years you been in this? Man, I've been in it like five years. No, like six years now because it's turned twenty five a few days ago. I started when I was nineteen. <laughs> you a baby with this shit? <laughs> you ain't saying, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I start my first scene for an amateur company was when I was 19, and I'm 25 now, but I've, I've only been doing it full-time for about two years now, like full-time mainstream for like two years. That's what I'm saying. It took me a while of like, you know, promoting myself and like working oh, hard. Some some people blow up overnight, but it's not always that easy, so you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be you patient. Ain't even, you, ain't even hit the, you ain't even hit half the mountaintop yet, buddy. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm still, I'm still crying, dog. Oh man, shit! I I see that uh, you climbing, you climbing hard, my brother. Because I see you making noise. Your your hit list is coming extensive. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. So now, nah, but like I said, there's a couple of days I wouldn't mind seeing you work with. I ain't even going for it because I, I think I think because because I be hearing when girls say they have a hard time finding male talent and. To me, it's kind of like because if I was director and I was at the point where I can pay people and have people, I, it's certain people I would love to see them mix with. Yeah, well, Just I mean, feel see, free to, see to it, feel free to recommend me to them or throw me some recommendations. Um, I'll try to make um, it happen. I, I see, I see you something in the DM, bro. I see you something in the DM. Word, awesome. You know, where, where, where you at? Where you where, where you stay at? Where am I right now? Or usually, right now I'm in New Jersey. That's my home home state. Um, but uh, I just left Miami yesterday. I'm usually in Miami or Las Vegas, but I go to LA. I go to LA for every month. Every month for work too. So. Okay. Okay. So you go to Vegas. Yeah. New Jersey. Damn it! Wait a second. You ain't work with Ash Warren. Ash Warren. Yeah, yeah, we're asking. No, not, not, not yet. <laughs> I mean, uh, she's a BB dub with everybody. Uh, I mean, that's that's cool with me, man. Um. <laughs> 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 oh God, the evil genes about to put something together for you, poor fans. Y'all gonna say thank you, Bob? Y'all gonna owe me a Christmas present? Yeah, most definitely. So tell everybody where they can spend money on you, my brother. All right, you can spend money on me at OnlyFans.com slash Nade Nasty or on many vids. My name is also Nade Nasty or Sheer. My name is also Nade Nasty. And then you could uh you could check me out on Twitter at Nade Nasty XXX or my Instagram Nade underscore Nasty. Most definitely. So people, there you go, another wonderful interview for you, lovely people. And we will be bringing him back definitely for. 
we'll definitely have on the premium smoke room where we can get a little bit more open and next year because yeah because i'm gonna get him to talk more about his scenes because he held back in this episode nah 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 he's gonna give <laughs> that premium smoke room when i get him in there oh, so for sure. point, i'll give you all the details <laughs> no doubt and, and and he might even appear on even Princess Havoc's podcast, or he might appear on Read Daily, the Marie Daily Report, or even me, me the Spit Queen, the Point Rap Star with Blue Fame. I know that they'll love to chit chat with you. So we're going to get him to come to the Premium Smoke Room. Y'all just go subscribe for $4.99 a month. We're talking about six wonderful, wonderful premium podcasts. Oh, and I forgot about Stop Playing With Me with Plus Size princess so and he will be back because i like talking to him it's, he's a whole lot of fun for sure so thank you you too dog no doubt so with that being said you know how we end this life is a learning experience what's the point of the experience you didn't learn anything smoke this over thank you for coming to the lounge nade for sure anytime man <laughs>